Dear straight men, please drink more. Why, so you can take advantage of me? Caitlin versus Ellen, it's on. And Affairs of the Art, coming up today on The Point. Hello and welcome to The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. And what's happening here? He's waving yeah, everybody. Oh, you were waving. I was saying hello to all the people. You're, you're so friendly. Oh, try. Um, and of course, <laughs> joining us today again is Tegan Reamsbottom of the Reamsbottom Position. Yes. <laughs> which I love saying. Podcast. Not just the position, but the podcast as well. Yeah. Yes, yes. That costs more. Oh. <laughs> Uh, we also have a very special guest with us. I, I have to say, I, okay, I'm going to try to say your name correctly. Mia Rechevich. Not bad. I'm impressed. Thank you. That pause yeah. is part of it, right? Yeah, like definitely. Mia yeah. It's like a three-point name. Um, <laughs> she's here because she is part of the collective known as Nui Rose, which is an, an art crawl... How would you describe Nui Rose? It's a queer art and performance festival. Um, I think it's one of the only, well, probably the only large-scale queer art and uh, performance festival of its kind in Toronto. Wow. Cool. Welcome. Gonna... Huh? Welcome to the... Oh, welcome. Yes. Oh, yeah. welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So, talking point number one, queer art pop. So Nuit Rose, I, I, some people may be familiar with uh, a festival known as Nuit Blanche because that happens in a lot of cities around the world, which is an all-night art call. This is Nuit Blanche, of course, means white mm -hmm. night. That's right. But Nuit Rose is pink night, right? Because it's queer. Yeah. Right. Um, how did this? How did this? And Toronto's the only place that has this. Yes, that's right. Well, we're the only ones that host the Nuit Rose. Um, I'm sure that other cities around the world they have their own versions of queer art festivals, but at this point in Toronto, this is the biggest and really the only thing of its kind. Wow, so how did it, uh, now this is third year, fourth year? Fourth year. Fourth year. So how did it, how did it happen? How did this? Well, um, it started out, um, it was started by a couple of people from the Throbbing Rose Collective. Um, the Throbbing Rose That's correct, Collective. yes. So this is a group of uh, local queer artists who came together and, you know, from their experience working in the community, they realized that there was a real need for something like this in the city, and they put their heads and their hearts together and they came up with this festival. So, um, yes, it is similar to Nuit Blanche in the sense that it happens around the city and that it's an evening-wide thing and it's a one-day thing only, but it's different in the sense that we have a very different community and we have a very different voice, and at this point, there's really no other outlet for such a voice. So. We're just trying to doing our best to bring the community together with art and um, enjoy the amazing creativity that our city has to offer. So what I, I mean, at the point of this taping, we you don't know who all the artists are quite yet that are taking part this year, Well, we correct? have an idea. We had an overwhelming amount of submissions this year, actually, so we're really thrilled about that. And um, today, actually, um, we are receiving confirmations for who most of the participants are. Um, we have a good idea of who's going to be showing. We have a big number, over 60 people, from what I understand, are confirmed so far. We have a variety of art, performance, um, and it's happening through the Church in Wellesley Village area and a bunch of other places around the city, yeah. Right, so the gay neighborhood, but also sort That's of... That's kind of the hub, yeah. 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 Um, so what, uh, I mean, I know you can't talk about uh, the artists that are um, taking part this year, but what kind of art has been showcased in the past? 
Well, I mean, you have to understand, even though I'm calling it queer art, at the end of the day, it art is art, right? So um, what makes it special is that it's giving queer artists a voice in Toronto. Well, actually, yeah. that's a separate, what is queer art as opposed to art? I mean, you know, it's it's all really kind of what you choose to take away from it, really. You know, queer art is art that's made by a queer person, but it can also be art that's made by anybody that may have queer undertones. So, and you know, we're open to both sides. We definitely want to put place an importance on, on giving queer artists a space to show their work. And that's really what the festival comes down to. But it's, um, so far it's acted as an amazing uniting force for our city. We've even had the pleasure of bringing in people from other towns. Um, we have, you know, last year I remember we had some amazing work coming from other countries as well. So it's, it's only been, you know, it's only four years old, but it's, it's growing amazingly. And I think that by next year, you know, we're going to have a real draw for the city in terms so of what this festival is. From other countries? That's right. We, um, we, we had an artist um, come from Jamaica last year to participate in the exhibit. And, um, you know, she enjoyed it. We absolutely loved working with her. And, you know, she's become a close friend to myself and a lot of other team members. So this is really something that's opening up a lot of doors for people. And it's, you know, hopefully putting our city on the map too. <laughs> So what's, what's your connection? How did, are, are you an artist yourself? How did you get involved? <laughs> um, I was an artist um, many, many years ago coming out of OCAD. Was an artist? Yeah, I was. I, I still kind of... Once an artist, always an artist. Yeah, yeah I guess so. I still kind of consider myself an artist. I'm, I'm a very creative person, but at this point, you know, um, having worked in the art scene in Toronto for such a number of years, I've taken more of the role of, of um, doing publicity and marketing for artists, promoting their work, helping them book shows. And that's kind of how I got involved with Nui Rose as well. Um, funny story, I actually, before I even heard about the festival, I, I was um, organizing queer art shows during Pride oh. for two years. And then in my second year, somebody, um, a former boss of mine, uh, Sonia Scharf from Akasha Art Projects, she was working with Nui Rose at the time and she suggested that I reach out to the team as well because we just had such um, we were doing really similar things and, you know, I was kind of at a point where I was like, well, nobody else is doing this and there needs to be more support and there needs to be more artists. And, you know, lo and behold, there was already a festival in place that was doing much more than, you know, what I as a one man show could put together. So we ended up joining teams and um, I started helping them with publicity and marketing. And that's the capacity that I represent them in at this point. Wow. Um, I so this takes place, actually you mentioned Pride. I mean, this is, this takes place the, the weekend before Toronto Pride. That's correct, yes. Right, so what are the dates? So this year we're actually expanding the festival and we're doing a couple more things. Um, usually it's been just a one day thing. This year we're still doing the festival, you know, the main festival on June the 17th. Um, it's a whole day thing, leading up until about, going up until I say midnight or so. But we're also throwing a big party on the 16th of June um, in collaboration with this wonderful collective called Never Apart from Montreal oh, and Michael yes. Venus. That's yes. right. So they're actually bringing their famous wiggle party to Toronto for the first time. Wiggle party? That's right. It's kind of a big deal. What is a wiggle party <laughs> it's this amazing fashion art performance party type of thing and it has to do with people making crazy wild wigs and then displaying them and then oh. kind of the party kind of revolves mm -hmm. around that yeah wow that so fun. are you gonna go with fun. your <laughs> your your paddle like yeah on point off point <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it'll be like the met gala yeah i will judge everyone <laughs> well, you that do sounds that. fun you do that all the time <laughs> yeah um 
and this takes place, uh, like you said, well, actually, where's the Wiggle Party? So um, it's taking place on June 16th, whereas the festival is happening on June 17th. So the party itself, the Wiggle Party, it's happening at Barbara Hall Park by the 509. Okay, so right, also, right in the gay neighborhood. Yep, right around there. We're also playing with the idea of an additional space, but um, we will announce that at some point in okay. the future. So the Wiggle Party is an outdoor thing. That's right, yeah. Well, now, and there we are need different- room to wiggle. Room to wiggle. Yeah. Um, and some people need more room to wiggle than others. Hashtag wiggle this way. <laughs> wiggle this way. Yeah. Hashtag wiggle this way. That's right. <laughs> um, and it's it's not just, like, you talk about the park that's next to the, the LGBT Community Center. Mm -hmm. You talk about the LGBT Community Center, the 519. But it's it's in other places around the city as well, correct? Wiggle? No, the, the, the whole festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, of course, the central hub is the village. So um, we're doing a lot of exhibits in the 519 and on the street as well. There's going to be a lot of performances taking place during the day and the evening. We also have the uh, light parade, which is an evening thing that Nui Rose does. And um, that's really awesome because people wear light emitting objects and make lanterns. And we always actually do this cool free workshop um, just before the festival, too, where people can make their own lanterns and stuff. So people just like walk down the street at night, you know, glowing and it's this like really cool kind of collective it's neighborhood like community thing. Yeah, like <laughs> mini rave. It's really cute. Oh, wow. So yeah, but aside from that, um, one other major venue that we're going to be working with is Daniel Spectrum and we've got a couple of other places listed. That's so a it's gallery, a, right? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a collective art space. Oh, it's okay. a major space out in the East End and people throw art shows there and that kind of thing. So. We're going to be expanding and doing things in a couple of other areas, but you know, of course, keep tabs on um, Nui Rose Facebook page so you can get ideas about where to, you know, plan your evening and. Well, I was going to say a lot of people. I mean, uh, a Pride in Toronto is one of the largest prides in the world. And yeah. It's a big tourist draw, mm -hmm. um, and a lot of people may think of it. It's just the, you know, the big parade or whatever. But there's a lot going on the weekend before. Of course. And that's when We Rose is going on. So if you're planning on coming to Toronto, to check out Pride, come early so you can take part in this like big city-wide queer art yeah. thing. Um, so if people want to plan and come to Toronto for Nui Rose, how can they check you out online? And Our website is nuirose.ca and I would also recommend going to our Facebook page because that gets a lot of exciting updates and you can see all about the programming on there. It's just facebook.com slash Toronto. Cool. And we're going to be releasing all the scheduling information on there. We're going to let you know who all the artists are. And you can even make plans about how to visit us through there as well. Cool. Thank you. That's exciting. <laughs> and actually, one of the reasons uh, we wanted to have you here today is because we actually have a big announcement to make. Because the point... You're pregnant. <laughs> Congratulations! Only with pauses. <laughs> I'm pregnant and, and Mia's here because she's... The I love father? I don't know. Father? With pauses. Something? He's pregnant with pauses. <laughs> I'm, I'm pregnant with pauses. I'm pregnant. And I'm the dad. With pauses. Um, no, um, the point is actually going to be part of Nui Rose. <laughs> we're very excited to have you guys. And, and we're excited to be a part of it. Um, and we didn't get any special treatment, right? We, we, we <laughs> submitted... I love how you threw that in. <laughs> we submitted our, you know, our proposal, just like everybody else. Yeah. And the, the jury or the jurors said right. yes. Um, so we will actually be doing our season finale, our first season finale, live 
as part of Nuit Rose. In fact, it's going to be an expanded evening of The Point because not only are we shooting in front of a live, a live studio audience, but we will be also be a broadcast. What's the term? Internet casting. Streaming. Streaming. <laughs> internet. <laughs> oh my god. I think god. internet casting is gonna catch on. How old? How old are you? What's that called? Hashtag. How old is Fred? Um, we will be streaming live on Facebook Live. I had to think about it too. I'm like, what do you I mean? Know, but yeah, but you had to think about it. Anyway, yeah. So we will be um, live shooting live as part of We Rose in the 519 Community Center on that Saturday evening, June 17th. So we're very Crazy. excited about that. Thank so, you so much. So if you want to like see how this all happens like in real time, you can come down to the 519 and check us out. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? And our season finale. Can you imagine? Like we're actually... Crazy. Like we've made it almost a year. That's crazy. I know. Crazy, it's crazy. crazy. Um, and of course, thank you for continuing to watch. Well, Mia's gonna, you said you would stick around and play with us for the rest of the episode, correct? You're gonna yeah. stick around and play with us. Cool. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> and now it's time for Tito's Midpoint. To Taurus. All right, this week we're playing Pinpoint. And it is all art, so it's going to be a zoomed-in image of a famous piece of art, and you guys have to guess which one it like, is. Like, how do you expect me not to cheat with it, like, right there? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love the fact that you planned this, because Mia's here, and talking about art and queer art, <laughs> yes. and you're doing... I, I, I give you props for... Obviously, I shouldn't participate in this one, because I want to know all the answers. Sorry. <laughs> you should. <laughs> okay, okay, first one. Mona oh Lisa, God. it's Wait, upside down. <laughs> yes, yes, that's actually this is Mona Lisa drowning in the shower. No, it's actually okay, a well, selfie of Tito. It is a, actually. It looks like my Aunt Shirley when she had jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let, you should hold those up higher. Yes, yes. I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to. Like... <laughs> it's a Starry Night. Yeah, by Van Gogh. Van Gogh. <laughs> yes, it is. Actually, yes. okay. A bonus yes, point, yes, yes, yes. if you know who wrote and recorded the famous song Vincent that starts out, Starry Night. Leonard Cohen. Night. No, not Leonard Cohen. Bob Dylan? No. Oh, I, I know this because it was on a Simpsons episode, but I can't think of the name of the artist. He's also famous, he's most famous for American Pie. Oh, what's that guy's name? Oh. Don McClain. Don McClain, okay. yes. Oh, wow. Very good. Next. Oh, that's, that's the screaming yeah. one with the oh, funny yeah. face. I think it's yeah. called the scream. The scream. Yeah. Edward uh, Munch. Yes. Oh, Munch. Munch. I thought it was Munch. Close. Okay. <laughs> so that's that's the one, y'all. Cool. Next. Uh, is that oh, that's uh, the drive through dinner? Is what it? did you say? What did I say? Drive through <laughs> dinner. <laughs> TV dinner. It is. You're right. Yeah. Last supper. What's he pointing at? Which which was um, her like, boobs. Oh, he's pointing at her breasticles. No, da, Vinci. da Vinci. Oh, wait, no, that's a guy. Oops. That Jesus looks real feminine there, I'm just saying. That's not Jesus. That's, that's, that's not. No, it's, it's the one right beside him. Mary. Yeah. Oh. I think that's Mary. Mary Magdalene. Uh, da Vinci? Did we determine? It's Da Vinci. Oh. It's Da Vinci. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Well, there you wow, they both have brown hair. It's like the same image, yeah. except this and one a, has a beard. Except yeah. and Jesus, a tan. <laughs> Jesus does he's not black. look... Okay, so Jesus was from Israel, right? Why does he not have a tan? Why? Yes! 
He doesn't yes. look Middle Eastern at all. There's yeah. actually a really great uh, thing. Scientists did this thing where they, they recreated what Jesus would have looked like based on uh, like skulls and things that they found from the era area and era, and it's very very different than what yeah. we have been told the white sort of yeah. Christ that we're all used to. Oh, that that I know, because that's one of my oh, favorite yeah, paintings. Yeah. yeah, that's a guy I know what that one is. What's it called? In, 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 oh, in memory of time? It's <laughs> no. Salvador Dali. It's Salvador Dali. It's Dali. It's the persistence of memory. It's the yes. dripping clocks. Yes, oh. persistence of memory by Salvador Dali. Should have called it dripping that's clocks. I used to, in my, okay. in my, in my university dorm room, I actually, you know how, like, there's cheesy prints of famous paintings that and are on sale at the student that. I had a print of that. Amazing. <laughs> Next. Kill the baby. Kirstie oh. Alley. <laughs> what? Kirstie Alley. As a baby? <laughs> Throwing some Probably. shade. Yeah. Nobody? It's the first one. It's a Botticelli. It's a scary kid, though. It's the first one. It looks. It does look that you guys don't know. It looks very Botticelli. -ish. It's Botticelli. It must be. It's the creation of Adam. It's Michelangelo. Oh wow. Oh. Yeah. So you know when the finger's touching, but it's on the other side. Oh, oh. you would have gotten the finger touching. Oh, I, was I thought tricking. that. Was, I'm tricking. Yeah, it was a trick. I, so it's oh, yeah. the yeah. little yeah. angel. I thought the fingers touching was ET. Ouch. You never notice how this looks like a brain. Yeah. It does. Oh, oh my god. It? Yeah. Mind blown. Man touching the intellect of God. That's a really like smart that. painting. Wow. It's pretty wild. <laughs> a very smart painting. <laughs> very smart painting. It's like all I remember from OCAD. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Oh. Man holding broom handle. Okay. Man holding stick. Okay, so what famous painting is has a Oh, man American Gothic. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, there you go. <laughs> Oh, that's the one. I was getting there. Oh, who, yeah, wait, who did American Gothic? American Gothic was Grant, Ryan Murphy. Grant I think. Wood. <laughs> Ryan Murphy. Grant Wood. Grant Wood. I would not. Number one, I wouldn't have known that. Number two, that sounds like a porn name. Okay. <laughs> that's that's oh. nice. Moving on. Oh, okay. Next. Oh, oh, uh, oh. Oh, is it the the Venus? The Venus. Flying yeah. Venus. Yeah. Venus. Yeah. Birth of Venus. Yes. I mean, <laughs> okay. Right. Yes! I sing Lady Gaga in my head every time. Every time I sing. I sing Bananarama. That's also one from <laughs> yes. The Simpsons no, as well. Mm. Who, who did that one? Um, let me take a look. It was Sandra Botticelli. Sandra Botticelli. Oh, <laughs> Sandra? In between, she did Sandra. Speed, oh, and then Sandra. she painted this, and then she did Speed too. Yeah, she had a very, very active painting you career guys are at some point, I believe. Killing this whole. Oh, oh, oh! Um, um, Applehead. Um, apple in the face. Uh, uh. Yeah, I don't know, but I know what you're Rene talking Margit. about. Renee Yeah, and it's called. I don't remember. <laughs> the son apple of, of my eye. The son of man. Oh, okay. oh man. I could not have told you that. Huh? Well, clearly you didn't. I always remember the painter, but I don't always remember the name. Of yeah. The See, I, I feel like I'd be the total opposite. Yeah, no, <laughs> I knew the artist, but I I could not have told, oh yeah. All right, last one. No, I <laughs> oh, oh, David! Oh. That's, <laughs> is that a penis? It's David. It's about Vitruvian. Yeah, yeah, Donald Michael Trump. Angelo's no, David's Vitruvian. No, it's the, it's the, it's the, it's the, Vitruvian. What's that called? Is it's it a dick? Vitruvian? I don't know. Vitruvian? It looks like a small Vitruvian? penis. It is. It yeah. Is. yeah. It's a, Donald it's... Trump. <laughs> <laughs> is that like close? Yes. Yeah, that, yes. That, that one. Da Vinci. Vitruvian man. Vitruvian. Man, right, 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 right. Yeah, it's right. Da Vinci. By. I don't think. Da Vinci. Oh, that's Da Vinci too. Wow. 
This was a very intellectual, high-class midpoint, Tito. <laughs> okay. I learned I know nothing about art. Yes. Yeah. Well, then it was all worthwhile. Yeah. Well, then you obviously have to come to the festival. Exactly. Right. And this there is like go. the best way to get ready to go to the festival. You know, brush up on your art so that when you can go to the festival, you can, you know, rub your chin appropriately yeah. and <laughs> pretend like you have the most like intellectual exactly. thing to say about the piece. Good. Yeah. yeah. Tito, work on that. Yeah. There you go. There you wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. Try Thank this. you, Tito. Nailed it. Nailed it. You got to squint your eyes a little bit, look almost like disinterested, but like curious. There you go. Oh, You've got time to work on okay. it. It's time to close up today's midpoint. <laughs> and that brings us to talking point number two. Silver is the new husband. Okay, so openly gay professional rugby player Sam Stanley announced his engagement to his partner of seven years named Lawrence Hicks. Okay, Sam Stanley is 25 and quite fit, and hopefully we can get a, 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 the photo up on the screen. His partner is, well, he hasn't quite said his age, but most people uh, estimate that he's at least 20 years older. At he's, least. He's not quite as fit, and as soon as they announced, <laughs> once that, be nice, once they announced their engagement, of course, you know, it's the, a sugar daddy, the glorified trolls. sugar no, daddy. No, it doesn't need no, a sugar okay. daddy. Okay, it's good. Okay, now they did meet online at on a website called. Oh, where's the name of that website? It's seeking oh, arrangement or it's something. Still, it's yeah. like silverdaddies.com. Uh, or something like that. It's something like that. So, this Sam Stanley went online because he's into older guys. Went to Silver Daddy, not Sugar Daddy, Silver Daddy. What's the difference? Okay, yeah. Well, a Sugar Daddy. It's like a Silver Fox, like older, like. Yeah. Right. So Silver Daddies are like, know. you know, yeah. But a Sugar Daddy. You know, gives he you the knows. <laughs> and of course, uh, the the internet went wild, um, saying that it's not a real relationship because he's so much older. Um, of course, there's body image issues involved in that. Oh, yeah, silverdaddies.com. Because we've never seen cute, an though. older man with a younger, fitter partner before. Yeah. Celine Dion. <laughs> or yeah. literally everyone yeah. in any yeah. celebrity couple of. It's just different the past when they're gay, years. right? Like, it's. Is it? It's not. Isn't it strange it's a that, like. That, yeah, it's just. I, don't I actually know. felt bad for them both because I feel like it isn't anybody's place to comment yeah, on their right? relationship. But yeah. if they're happy, right? Um, let them do not news thing. to yeah, them. Yeah, what are they trying to prove by getting that, engaged that. and getting Come married? On, isn't a surprise to the two of them. They already knew who the other person was. <laughs> they're choosing to be in it. Like, fuck off everyone else. Yeah. Just let them do them. When it like, comes to straight people as well, we have many, many examples where we have a rich, older, affluent man who is dating, sometimes married to a considerably, considerably younger woman, some model or whatever. Mm. And it's expected- I have no idea who you could be say, talking about. You know, and it's expected that in, in those type of circles that it's totally fine that, mm. you know, the woman is young and, you know, practically literate. That's totally okay if it's a man and a woman. But for some reason, why why do the tables change? Why do the tables turn? Because when in that it case, it's always men? about money. I think. I, I all. I, I, but he doesn't need money. He was yeah. a successful. No, and with athlete. the girl, with the younger women, and the older man. I well, it mean. also flips uh, in straight couples too, because then you have the boy toy, right? Who? Yeah, but you don't really see Madonna, J Lo. But how does it work? Yeah. Like in this but situation, again, where the guy has money. money. Right. He doesn't need. Well, he's just into older. Number one, I think 
I actually do think in the gay community, it's more acceptable to be into older guys, younger guys. I, I do think there's more of a stigma in among straight people than yeah. gay people. Um, I, although I don't know how that is with women. It doesn't seem to be a thing, you know? And if it does happen, it doesn't get talked about a yeah. lot. And if it does get talked about, it's always, you know, she's a cougar. Mm. Yeah. You know, people deny that young men could possibly be attracted to older, I powerful women. That's like impossible. I love older women. I always have. They're so awesome. Why shouldn't you? I was 18. <laughs> you were. Yeah. Oh. For a while. But, but I also think this. <laughs> no, no. I'm not, I'm not denying your, your, you know, yeah. your, your cougar wants. Um, <laughs> um, but um, it, it, a lot of the reporting about this was talking about in terms of their age difference. I think that if he was a, and I hate to put it like this, but if he were a good looking, fit, older okay. man, I yeah. don't think no one there would, would be talk about this. I mean, yeah. I don't know if, if you had seen the photos. Here's, there's a photo of the two of them. I think a lot of this comes from the this idea that, oh, the other guy couldn't possibly yeah. be into him. Mm -hmm. That there must be something wrong. Like if this was Anderson Cooper and oh. Sam Stanley, yeah. no one would say a thing. But, but don't you think that then it makes it almost seem like the queer community is projecting its own insecurities Absolutely. onto this poor couple? Yeah. Absolutely. Like people are the into pictures, what they're into, you know? Like yeah. we all know younger guys here who are into daddies. We all know older guys who are into twinks. And it's, you know, nobody bats an eye at that. Yeah. But when these people are, you know, in the media, when they're affluent people, all of a sudden everybody has two cents of time yeah. to chime oh, in. And this fit and rugby player looks happier than the, happy, the other guy does. Yeah. Like, he looks like he's actually yeah. enjoying himself in these We don't know what he's getting out of the relationship yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah. And I don't think it's Why like, are people so yeah. willing to criticize other people's relationships? Like... You know, because they're not having their own. Obviously. I mean, other people, if they're getting married, let them get married. Yeah, Who yeah. can? No one's, no one's getting hurt. I mean, as long as, as far as we know, nobody's getting yeah. hurt or being taken advantage. Nothing illegal is happening. Who cares? Leave them yeah. alone. So to all the people commenting on this, worry about your own ass. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. Not, not, they're not No pun intended. We would never troll other people and their private lives. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> we are down to troll her, however. That's for sure. Okay, so Caitlyn Jenner, she has this new book out called The Secrets of My Life, where she says that she spills... She trashed all... her entire family. Chris is like, hates her now. She spilled all the tea yeah. on everything and her life. So, as we may know, many people in the LGBT community are not Caitlyn's biggest fan. Mm. Caitlyn blames Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> for oh, that. Of course. Um... She should blame herself for being a garbage person. <laughs> well, I, she says that uh, she did an interview with Ellen, but the way the um, the interview was edited, it made it seem like Caitlyn was not as on board with marriage equality as Caitlyn says she actually is, because her quote in the interview is, um, "Yeah, I'm I." Uh, where is it? I just had the quote. Uh, I don't ever want to stand in in front of someone's happiness. That's not my job. Um, I can go with it. Not exactly a, a ringing endorsement of it. Well, then right. Ellen DeGeneres went on the Howard Stern show and talked about it and um, talked about how 
the, this Caitlyn Jenner interview and how she's not Caitlyn's biggest fan. Um, I, you're not a fan of Caitlyn or I have Ellen. a lot to say on this. Okay, um, and go. Okay, first off, Caitlyn thinks that's why people don't like her. <laughs> how about the fact that she ran over and killed a woman and didn't go to jail for Ooh. it? Yep. So that's the first one. Yeah, yeah there I you go. Second, own your words. Um, and... I will also say, though, in her defense, I do think Ellen manipulated that situation and set her up, knowing how Caitlyn yeah. would react. So I think that was super shady. Ellen's been kind of known to do that before, but Caitlyn needs to take some responsibility for her actions and her words and um, what she represents. And she's really bringing um, the trans storyline and movement to a lot of people who would not hear it otherwise. But she's also doing it from a place of serious, serious privilege. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. the thing about that is that people who are going through what she's going through, a lot of them do not have even 1% of the resources exactly. that are available to her consistently. Yeah. So and that's why she needs to be very know? transparent about that yeah. and carry the torch, but uh, tell the real story because her picture, like it, it was a real swan story. And I mean, I have many trans friends and that, doesn't, that's not the way it goes. People don't have that, the money that it just doesn't happen. The classic riches to riches story that oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So uh, being that there's a lot that Caitlin doesn't understand, I mean, she understands the media and how to m manipulate the media. And I don't mean manipulate in a negative sense. I just, I, there's no judgment there, and right? But she was married to Kris Jenner, so yeah, we totally can use manipulate here. Okay, okay, sure, sure. Um, but being that, that she comes from a, that Chris. <laughs> <laughs> being that she does come from a point of privilege and she Chris is a genius though. Do we give her any leeway or or sympathy for not understanding the the plight of the average transgender person? I mean, she's touched on it on her like her on series. The show. Yeah. It's not like she doesn't know that. Right. But, but she just says a lot of stupid shit still. But she understands that she comes from privilege. Well, well frankly, she like, said she voted for Donald Trump. I mean, if you want to be... Did she seriously? Want, yeah, of She did. It says a lot about her personality <laughs> that for her, money is more important than the lives of her trans family around the world. Well, she's always been Republican, so she's just like dead set on... Right. That's what she said. She no was excuse. on The View. She was on The View and she said... You know, I, I, I've always been a Republican. I've always, you know, supported Republican yeah. candidates. She said she's not uh, a fan of what Trump is doing, has done so far in terms of the LGBT community. How she could be a fan of anything Trump is doing, I don't know. But, um, and she said that she reserves judgment in terms of whether or not she would support Trump for re-election. A point on that, so like taking responsibility for her words, it really bothered me when she had these really wishy-washy, like, oh, he's good for trans rights. You know exactly who he is, you knew who he was, so you just should have come out and said, I support him and not tried to be so phony about it. Mm -hmm. She knew exactly who he was the whole time. I can't stand Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> yeah. Really? I didn't get that impression. Oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you just need a drink right now. Maybe I do. But more importantly, maybe the straight men on the mm. panel need a drink. That's because a new study published in the, do you like that say? Uh, the new, a new study published in the Journal of Social Psychology has come to uh, uh, the conclusion that the more straight men drink, the more likely they are to find other men sexually attractive. Yep. Yes? Well, obviously. I mean, <laughs> like, yep. I mean, sexuality is a spectrum. And so all alcohol does is it drops your inhibitions. So you're 
it, you know, you don't need to hide behind this bullshit persona of like, I'm a dude, I only like chicks. Like, oh man, those gays, get them away from it. Like, you know, they, with this, this yeah, fake that. thing. That's my favorite thing this, ever. This you fake that macho often. thing that they do that obviously you can get past that sort of veneer and realize like, yeah, no, like. No, but when straight guys are, right. are with their bros, they'll totally be like super homoerotic though, right? I, yes, I never oh, understood that. Like the I always way, yeah, when I'm hammered, I'll like grab my buddy and yeah, kiss him and so stuff on the cheek. <laughs> anytime like a gay guy's around them, they get like so nervous, like everyone wants to sleep with them. It's like get over yourself. Maybe everybody <laughs> in, in this case, sure. <laughs> but <laughs> everybody like, that goes to clubs should maybe have to wear their Kinsey number on a shirt so you know after they drink. So yeah, you might see a, a Kinsey one and you know, okay, there's a chance there. Well, there's that, that there joke about what a, a you know a six What's pack. What's a Kinsey number? Oh, oh, the Kinsey scale? There's a Kinsey oh. scale to determine sexuality. So at zero to six, zero is exclusively heterosexual, six is exclusively homosexual. And then it kind of like tapers off and then the three is like But no one is equal. really a one. And nobody's really a zero or a six, really. Sexuality's like it, much it's, too it's, complicated. Yeah, I, honestly, it's, it's I all think... a kind of a blur. I think I'm a Kinsey six. I'm gonna get shirts made that say Kinsey six. Kinsey six. <laughs> yeah. Nice. The, a jersey. Uh, actually, um, uh, I, I, because women are, are are at least viewed as being more open to girl on girl bisexuality or however you want to phrase it. I don't even know if I'm phrasing it correctly. Um, is it is there the same kind of joke in amongst women that oh you know after a six pack oh or whatever. <laughs> A bottle of Chardonnay. I don't know that <laughs> that rosé. A, a straight woman is bottle more strut. likely to, you know, kiss a girl, and I liked it. Um, yeah, for sure. I think that you know, like I was saying, I think that human sexuality is an incredibly complicated thing, and as much as society and science and media want to portray it as a very black and white world, I like to think that it's various shades of pink at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I think that you know, society and expectations of people around us play a huge role in how we see ourselves and how we see our own desire for other people. Um, you know, men tend to have more of a pressure placed on them um, in their environments for, you know, the mask and how they're supposed to conduct themselves and behave. And it takes usually some sort of stimulants to bring <laughs> down that mask. Mm -hmm. Whereas for women, they're almost encouraged to just, you know, put it out there. We also have, you know, concepts like the male gaze where a lot of straight women will orient themselves towards other women for the purpose of the male right. gaze. Oh. So there's things like that too. At the end of the day, like, you know, people should just do what they're happy with mm -hmm. and consenting adults can do what they want as far as I'm concerned. When you said the male gaze, I was like, well, the three of us, we're the male gaze. <laughs> um, um, well, thank you, Mia. Uh, you, 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 were were, you were a great addition to the thank panel you. today. Thank you. Um, Thanks for having me. End points. Um, Tito, Bob of the Week. Bob of the Week this week is Afrojack um, with David Guetta featuring oh. Esther Dean, and it's called Another Life. Bastard Dean. I think these. Esther Dean. I need to hear these this. These song like titles Afrojack. need to get longer, I think. They're not long <laughs> enough. Featuring, 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 featuring. Well, TJs have a lot and of features. Tegan, um, your um, podcast has been rebranded, so how can people now find you on the internets? 
I'm everywhere. He's streaming. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm streaming. You're internet casting. Um, <laughs> you can still find me on Twitter at Teganish, but the website for the podcast is thereamsbottomposition.com. Links there to iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Music. Cool. Yeah. And Mia Rejevich <laughs> of Nui Rose again. Um, when, where is Nui Rose? The big dates that you need to keep in mind are June 16th, that's the Wiggle Party, and that's going to be an amazing, amazing outdoor event. And then the actual festival of Nui Rose is June 17th, and you can check this out on nuirose.ca or on our Facebook page, Nui Rose Toronto. We're going to have more information about programming and artists coming up shortly. Amazing. And of course, we will be there at Nui Rose as we well. So we'll give you more details as soon as we firm up all those details, but we will be part of Nui Rose. Of course, we're also part of Reverie, the world's largest LGBTQ streaming service. Check us out there at reverie.tv. Our crowdfunding site is on Patreon, patreon.com slash thepointguys. Go to iTunes to get our audio podcast. YouTube, subscribe to us on YouTube. Press the button, press the button. Helps us out greatly, doesn't cost you a thing. <laughs> of course, for everything, Creepy. the point. Press the button. Press the button. <laughs> um, our website, thepointguys.net. Again, thank you, Tegan. Thank you, Mia. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Whee! We have a new show every Tuesday, so we will see, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. On the point. Bye bye. <laughs>